the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager in my 13th year of doing it, which no one else can quite say, I don't think. Now, that's special. And I am very fortunate to have done this all these years. I, I can't think of a greater honor. As always, you can reach me at markeisler at AOL.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com. Or still, unfortunately, on Facebook at Mark Eisler. I, you know, I don't trust the others to be fully working well and the platform not being uh, abandoned because uh, some big company has made sure that that happened. That's the battle that we're in. So Joe Biden has been president now for over 100 days. I almost count every day to see if we can make it. Although the one who replaces him, if need be, may be worse than he is, if that is even possible. Many have already said that the only one happy with Biden's performance so far is Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy Carter feels real good that he's not the bottom of the barrel anymore. He's no longer the worst president. Although for me, there's a big three vying for that title, Biden, Obama, and Carter. So if you want, you can call me at 1-8-Prager-776 and rate them in order. That's a, that's a tough call. Of course, Biden's not legally president as far as I am concerned. And when I hear the media, this is true. When I hear the media, television, radio, whatever, say the president, I always think of Donald Trump. And then I do a second take and realize we're living in a make-believe world with Joe Biden said to be the president and Kamala Harris said to be the vice president. It's still unreal for me because it is unreal. I don't want to go over again what I have previously said on Dennis's shows, but I am convinced that Donald J. Trump won overwhelmingly in the Electoral College, with over 20 anomalies all having to happen for Biden to have won, which is very, very unlikely. I'm not going to pick out one, but there were just so many. I guess the one that's most visceral for me is staying up till, I said I wouldn't mention now, mentioning what, staying up till 3 a.m. in the morning saying, okay, he's got Wisconsin and he's got Michigan here. I mean, you have to be overwhelming for that to change. And of course, by the morning it changed. Which explains, by the way, why the White House is fighting the election audit in Arizona as just one example. Why wouldn't you go out of your way to support audits if you didn't cheat? But they did cheat, which is the only way this guy supposedly won. And I believe over time it will all come out. I really do believe that. Which, by the way, explains H.R. 1. If you're not following, that's the Democrats' attempt to make sure they never lose another national election again. Because they can't win legally, so they have to mandate as much fraud as possible. 
like not requiring voter ID or matching of signatures or allowing same-day voting, as they do, or ballot harvesting. You know, someone grabs a bunch of ballots and say, here, here's what the voters, you know, I, I just grab them. They're okay. This bill must be defeated at all costs. Even if Republicans never show up, this is one of the ideas by McConnell, to give Congress a quorum. In other words, if it winds up being 50-50, McConnell has said that they just won't show, show up. Of course, who needs them there anyway? More laws often just means more tyranny. We'll see if McConnell can keep his word or show some courage. I mentioned when I filled in on our local show's morning answer here in Los Angeles that McConnell made a deal with Schumer that he would relinquish control of senatorial committees in turn for Manchin and Sinema's promise, Senator Manchin, Senator Sinema's promise, not to support the end of the filibuster. So could you believe that? Our republic's continued existence rests on Manchin's and Sinema's promise. You must be kidding. McConnell should have never relinquished Republican control of the committees for such an unenforceable agreement. He should have said, go sue us and let them let them take it all the way up to the Supreme Court and let the Supreme Court decide to get involved in electric politics, election politics, when they refused to rule even once on one of President Trump's election challenges. You hear all over the place that, uh, oh, he never won one of the uh, court cases. No, they never took it up on procedural grounds. But as Dennis often says, courage is in short supply almost everywhere. So we have the left's complete control of Washington, and we have Joe Biden in charge, or whoever pulls his strings. So I've seen posts on social media, how glad are you with what we have so you don't have to deal with distasteful tweets? Boy, this list is long. I'll do some of them. War in the Middle East with Israel being attacked by thousands of missiles. Russia poised to attack on the border with Ukraine. Real fear about China attacking Taiwan. North Korea testing missiles. Iran funding Hamas. The Palestinians, could you believe this, getting money with no quid pro. Quote, encouraging them to attack Israel. Remember, Trump took away that money. Gas lines reminiscent of the 70s under Carter. Even here, by the way, in California, where supposedly there is no shortage. Ransomware attack on, as you know, on major uh, gas facilities. The loss of thousands of jobs with the closing of the pipeline on his first day in office. Rampant inflation. Oh, boy. Wait till you see what's going to come with inflation. A catastrophic border crisis with drug cartels. I just saw this the other day. Even establishing roots in our country. Marijuana plants by them in Lancaster, California. That's a part up north of Los Angeles of California. That's what's going on now. Terrorists entering unabated. Illegal immigrants unchecked for COVID or other diseases. Can you imagine that? The closing down of thousands of businesses. And of course, as a teacher, I know this well, the closing of our schools, aha, along with the indoctrination of our students when they're in class. With programs, you don't even need these programs. They already were indoctrinated. But the latest programs, as you know, critical race theory and the 1619 project. Juries afraid to rule against the interests of BLM 
or other activists for fear of rioting or their personal safety. Do you recognize America in this day? A wall culture where you can be fired for believing the wrong thing. Free speech being curtailed if someone sees it as hate speech. This is a long list. This is Chase. only been there a little over 100 days. Riots in our cities. Defunding the police at the expense of the poor and the middle class. I remember when Bill Bennett, when he was Secretary of Education, he'd go to these cities, and or drug czar, he was that too, would say, what do you want most? They'd say, more police, not fewer police. The list goes on and on. But many in our country couldn't personally stand President Trump. His tweets, his supposed lack of sophistication, his exaggerations, or his act, actually, exactly a lack of an Ivy League education, or the lie of his encouragement of a so-called insurrection on January 6th, or the lie that he supported white supremacists in Charlottesville. All lies supported by the media, including the lie there is no evidence of election fraud, which you can never say on social media. So how do you like it now, with this left-wing administration tearing down as much of our republic as they can, with a so-called president who reeks of weakness, who will be tested by our enemies, as you see it's happening now, who generates fear among our friends? He's got it. We got it backwards. I miss President Trump terribly. Don't you? Tell me whether you miss him or not at 1-8-Prager-776. Do you think we will still be the United States of America if Biden even finishes his term? I was never so fearful of, us, of our demise as I am now. But don't worry. Liz Cheney is not fearful. Mitt Romney is not fearful. George or Jeb Bush are not fearful. Evan McMullen is not fearful. Adam Kinzinger is not fearful. I know you want to know who the last two are, but none of them matter. They are part of the group that threatens to leave the Republican Party or form their own party if the Republican Party doesn't back away from President Trump. Likely one of the most successful presidents in our history. But they don't care as much about our country as they care about the hatred of President Trump. These people are loathsome, and they will be defeated when their re-election comes if they are even candidates, because the average people get it. They loved President Trump because he was so different. He kept his word. He said it like it was. He was not your typical politician. He got so much done and made their lives better, especially for working-class Americans. Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776, Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 
800-500-8384. Mark Eister, back with you again, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Uh, I was going to say one line open, but no, the board is filled. And I always appreciate that because it always just about happens. One of the things that I mentioned and you may want to talk about is that uh, there's so many things hard to pick out one, but certainly the Middle East is one of them uh, with Israel, where Biden has barely supported Israel. It's been so lukewarm. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. And yet the media, I may, you know, I have to mention this, the media, uh, they're equivalent. There's just war in the Middle East. Doesn't matter. As Dennis always says, like with bullies who started the fight, yeah, you just both stop. Both just stop. I love that. Uh, let's see. Let's go with so many good calls. Let's go to St. Paul, Minnesota and Vincent. Vincent, you're on with Mark. Yes, thank you very much. And as they say in Hawaii, aloha. Aloha to you, too. Thank you. Um, you're talking about the people coming into America without going through immigration and customs like I did about 50 years ago when I came back home. Um, these people come in, have they got the vaccine? Have they been tested for the virus 19? Do they have a mask? Are you kidding? <laughs> Test that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm being facetious. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah. No, no testing for the vaccine. I mean, no testing for the virus. No vaccine. Just let them loose in the country. Let's go to Matt in Lakewood Ranch. Uh, Matt, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, two, couple things. Uh, first, I, I do need to correct you uh, that Donald Trump is, in fact, an Ivy Leaguer. He went to the uh, Wharton School, graduated from the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, am I going to get am I going to get in more trouble when I, if I said I don't recognize that as an Ivy League school? That, that's my shortcoming, right? But I don't think of the University yeah. of Pennsylvania yeah. as Ivy League. Yes, it, in fact, it is. Did you go there? I, in fact, I was a Wharton grad. I had, I, I had that feeling, so I have to apologize to you. I'm sorry. That's okay, but I'm, let me tell you a little inside baseball. Yeah. Uh, to tell you, Wharton's a little different from the rest of the University of Pennsylvania. Wharton's the business school within an overall liberal arts college. It's great engineering, great medical school, et cetera. But the Pennsylvania Gazette, which is the university publication, refused to put Donald Trump's picture on the front of the magazine. Uh-huh. That tells you... Now, Now, many of the Ivy League schools in Washington, Harvard, uh, Harvard and Yale, had mul- you know, have multiple presidents that are... Uh, multiple graduates that have been gone on to become president. Penn has never had one. Hmm. So here was your first student, your first alumni, becomes president of the United States, and you don't put them on the cover of your magazine. That tells you how sick these people are. But that's an aside. Well, wait a second. So wait. So Twitter bans him from being on Twitter. President of the United States. None of it. I mean, it's all part of the woke culture, right? It's hard to believe, but it's all part of it. This never would have happened 10, 20 years ago. It's like bizarre world. I like to say Trump fought the swamp and the swamp won. Well, I'd say they maybe temporarily they won. Maybe temporary. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever give up. And yeah, don't don't give up. We got to keep on fighting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> Good. We'll keep fighting. Thanks, uh, Mark. Keep you're w- absolutely welcome, and I appreciate your call. 
Let's go to Gerald in Fountain Valley, California. Gerald, you're on with Mark. Hi. Oh, wait. Yes, and let me take it off speaker. Okay. Thank you. Okay, yes. I'm I'm very happy. Uh, I will be very happy to vote for uh, President Trump uh, in the next election. I will sadly know that I'm going to lose because the press is going to give him a treatment like you've never seen before. And he will also lose. I, I, by the way, he has huge achievements. I'm, I'm, I just extol every single thing that he achieved. It was wonderful. What's, what was wrong was his easily condemned persona. And if he had just never tweeted if that one thing alone, he'd have been, he would have been reelected this time. But the, the response to that, I kind of agree with you, but the response to that was, how does he keep in touch with the American people? Because certainly the media wasn't covering him fairly. So what choice did he have? Um, well, uh, the way he tweeted uh, was so easily condemnable by the press, that didn't help at all. Yeah, well, they would have condemned that whatever he said. They condemned George Bush, W. Bush, I wasn't a big fan of. They, they don't need that. They would have done it anyway. Yeah, I, I got to be reasonable. He didn't, ma- he didn't make it easier for himself by his style. No, he didn't. And his brashness. I have to acknowledge that. He, he, he did not make it easy. I mean, every single achievement, he, he, everything he accomplished was, un, was, was like unprecedented. I mean, the, uh, the, the move of... The Israeli, the, our Israeli embassy, our, our embassy to Jerusalem, promised by many, yep. achieved by none, yeah. except Trump. Yep. Okay. The same with the unemployment rate. Unemployment at record low for for Hispanics, for blacks, for women. You know, it was it, for and for everybody. Gerald, uh, we we was, could go on forever. Yeah. I don't believe Hamas would be attacking Israel if President Trump was in power, because when you show power, you back off. And when That's you don't correct. show power, they fill that vacuum. All good with Joe Biden. Real uh, vision of strength. Yeah, I got it. If, if we, however, if we want to win the next election, which I hope we can, it's going to have to be someone else, and we're going to have to find a a winning, a winnable per, per, a person. Uh, and it's not going to be him. I'm afraid. I'm really sorry to say that. But I'm afraid that's the truth. The only part I agree with you, it won't be him if we don't fix this fraud thing. I believe he won overwhelmingly, at least in the Electoral College this time. If we can fix the fraud, and I, you know, from Michigan to Wisconsin to Arizona to Pennsylvania, even going against the, the Constitution, Pennsylvania did, uh, Georgia, we can go on and on, then he can win. But I have your an excellent call. Thanks, Gerald. Uh, the point is, there may be others, and I was going to ask you that the last hour, DeSantis or uh, Josh Hawley or someone else that you prefer that doesn't, you know, has a different style. It's pretty sad in this country that we appreciate style over substance, that that's so important to people, right? If you speak well, if you don't give tweets that are uncalled for in some cases. You don't say certain things you shouldn't say, as opposed to what did he get done? We're watching that right now as everything gets undone. From Biden's first day in office, getting rid of the pipeline. 11,000 workers, I think, were out of jobs then. To everything going on foreign policy that I kind of listed. This never would happen. So, but you get the whole package, and Dennis says that all the time, too. 
and this is part of the package. I think you can let me know. One eight Prager seven seven six. I think he can win again. Let me know. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager and great calls. I'm looking at all of them. It's hard to choose. But there is an open line, 1-8-Prager-776. Let's go to Will in Chicago. Will, you're on with Mark. Good day, Mark. Uh my comment, I voted for Trump, um, and I love his policies, and I think it's been proven just from what happened in this country that his policies were great. It turned everything around way faster than most people thought. It shows what's possible. The problem with Trump is he's a crude, rude dude that doesn't play well with other children. He's your typical Queens real estate developer. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got sharp elbows. He's used to dealing with people with sharp elbows, and he his mouth gets away from him a lot. Now, if we can find somebody, the, the, the real question is, can you succeed in Washington as Trump did, fighting against a freaking tidal wave? I mean, look at all the stuff they threw at him. Every single thing he did, they brought it to court. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they, can you fight against that tidal wave and not have that kind of personality? Um, you know, is, is his abrasive? He never picked on anybody who didn't pick on him first. You know, number one, he never called names of people who didn't call him names first. Um, and but but that kind of of, you know, bulldog personality. Can you have that and still be? personable, you know what I mean, uh, acceptable to the elites. He was basically the president of the C students. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't care if he's acceptable to the elites, Will. I, I, he was acceptable to the American people, and I believe he won big time. you got to be to be elected. And, and the thing that the problem with Trump with this last election, sure, there was COVID. Sure, you know, that was the biggest factor why he didn't get reelected. But and, and the way they played COVID. But there are certain people who you have to play nice or they're not going to like you regardless of how good you are. And that's the kind of, a, if he would have played nice a little bit, if he plays nicer, if he comes back and he's at least in his public persona, being a little bit nicer, being a little bit less abrasive, I think he could easily get reelected. Yeah, but, but he, yeah. he's, but, he's made too many people angry by his abrasiveness. That's my point. Thanks. Great point. Will. appreciate your call. Uh, again, I got to say, that's the package. We don't get perfect people in this world. 
we get a combination of people. You, you want Mitt Romney, who made nice to everybody? Okay, so you say, well, we'll get someone in, you know, a combination of both. And maybe Ron DeSantis is that person. I, I think he looks like he may be. And that would be even better. But your idea that you have to play nice with these people and they have to like you, that's the opposite. I don't want them to like us because when they like you, you do what they want or you're agreeing with them, right? What does bipartisanship means? Oh, you agree with Obama. That's what he always meant. All right. Again, so many, I promise to try to get to as many as possible. Gary in Valencia, California, you're on with Mark. Well, I think you're, you're, you're somewhat right. But people need to wake up. The left doesn't play fair. You could put Mother Teresa up there, and they would destroy her. Absolutely. That's the Saul Alinsky method. You target someone, you freeze them, and you ridicule them. Look what they did to Sarah Palin. Look what they did to Dan Quayle, to George Bush. Whoever you put up there, if it's Ron DeSantis or anyone, at least Trump is a fighter. Yep. There's such a double standard that there are no standards anymore. And we're going to have to learn that if we want to win. The other thing is, how can you be conservative when there's a Federal Reserve that gives money away? Or, or, or when there's a Biden administration that gives money away. I'm going to talk about that the next hour if we can get to it after the calls here. The, the, who's paying all for all this? This is tax day. Sean, did you pay your taxes? You did. You're actually ahead of me. I gotta get to that after the show. I mean, who? Wait till the, the the bill comes due. But as a teacher, I could tell you this. I, we'll get to that again next hour. Our students have no clue about any of this stuff, and many adults don't either. All right, let's go to. Um, well, uh, this one I think I can answer pretty fast. Tina in San Marino, California. You're on with Mark. Hi, I think you are terrific. Oh, I, I love Dennis Prager, but you are really good. You say it as it is, and you're bold. I, I love it. Thank you. Anyway, I want to say that I agree. I want to preface what, what I called about by saying that I love that Trump was the way he was, his personality. I think he's extremely likable. He had no other uh, Romney who was kissy-kissy to everybody. He didn't have thousands of people waiting in line to see him and screaming, I love you, I love you, uh, over and over again, because he made life so much easier for the people. Hold on one second. I want you to finish your thought. Let me know what you think. one 8 Prager 776 Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager, and I have to thank you guys. Whenever I'm here, it's almost always filled up, so I thank you. And then are all, Sean, they're not all family members. Not every single one is a family member. This call I got to get to, Michelle in Minneapolis, Minnesota, because I agree with you. Go ahead, Michelle. Hi, hi, Mark. Um, I was just telling your your lady on the phone that I'm 73. I voted for Trump. He's never offended me. I'm a middle class, and I have sons that are above me and below me. And I'll tell you what, we all voted for Trump. We love him. We absolutely love him. The only thing I'll say... I have a girlfriend in California that absolutely adores him. Yeah. No, I get that, but let me just be fair to the other other side. I'll I'll give you a chance. When he said that thing about McCain at the very beginning, you know, uh, you know, I want someone who won in the war and stuff. It was gratuitous. One to be uh, credible has to also be accurate. And he did say some things sometimes that were unfortunate, to say the least, and alienated people. But 
like you, I think they should have gotten past that. You want your president, your pilot, your surgeon to be great. I don't need a great bedside manner. That's right. That's exactly what I think. Look what we got. I started the show by saying, look what we have now. So Biden, they say he's a nice guy. He's not even a nice guy. I've heard inside stuff. But say he is a nice guy. So this is what a nice guy can get you. How far would McCain have gotten us? I didn't catch it. Say it again. How far would Mr. McCain have gotten us? No, that wasn't my point. My point was you just no, I know you it, shouldn't just say things about him like that. That yeah, was unnecessary. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But here's your side. It's because of that we got someone who says what he thinks. He doesn't go all over the place to try to be a politician or, to, as one caller said, to get along with the right people. You have to say the right things. That's what the American people love about him. They'll That's take the negative. Yeah, exactly. That's why I took your call, Michelle, because you're saying that other side. He, he's not a typical politician. And it's so disappointing to me. Thanks for your call. So disappointing to me that the American people don't see what I see. And you can say, well, Mark, you're the crazy one. They're right. Can't we get the best of everything? I can, you know, <laughs> maybe that's God. I, I, I don't know in human nature if you can have the best of everything. Here's uh, something so interesting. Here's Josh in Los Angeles. Josh, you're on with Mark. Hi. Taking my call. Sure. Um, I learned so much from you and Dennis. Thank you. Well, we um, we taught middle school games. Socrates said it's better to appear good than be good. But my reason, real reason I called is I'm a Trump supporter. I was uh, late to work because I used to drive down this hill in the Gore Hills and saw Trump signs forever. And after the election, I moved. So I hiked in there the other day and I put it back up and fortified it because I. He stands for freedom of speech, and to me, to a lot of people, and I think a lot more people need to put the signs back up. Everyone needs to put them back up and stand up for, for not just him, but freedom of speech. You might not like what people say, but that doesn't mean you shut them down or hurt them. And I'm really offended, and then I, if I can get one more point, I just wanted to ask you, Mark, as a teacher, my daughter's in Los Angeles School District, she's 14 you're getting cut off i'm sorry all right i'll try to put you on hold for a second we'll we'll check the phone what was it sean of course they, they're not or then i can't answer your question uh, no they're not being taught uh, proper history or american history the way the most of us learned it uh, they're, they're taught that america is evil or at least nothing like a lot of us think it is it's it's unbelievable what about the you know 1619 project i mean it's unbelievable but Bill Ayers knew, Obama's guy said this. He said, if we can get the kids, we can have this forever. And they're getting the kids. That's why I, I appreciate when Dennis says, you shouldn't be sending your kids to public schools. And I'm a public school teacher. Yeah, I teach adults. And uh, you've heard me say this before. I better say it quietly. I get away with it because they don't listen to the other side. They don't know who I am. <laughs> it is so funny. I've told stories about that. All right. Um, let's go to, uh, I don't know who to choose. Let's go to... Lisa, in Orlando, Florida. Lisa, you're on with Mark. Thank you very much for taking my call. I'll make it as quick as I can because this is a real privilege. Um, Americans should be voting on achievements, not personality, which is what it's come to. Uh, In my opinion, President Trump followed everything that lines up with the Holy Bible. 
scripture and family, which is what America was founded on. I don't know what's wrong with the Democrats that they don't see this. Um, but, you know, divided we fall, united we stand. Um, please, people, think hard. Stick with the word of God, which is what President Trump was doing. And let's reelect him. Thanks for taking my call, and God bless all of you. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless all of you. Also, we have time. Let's go to, I want to get this retired police officer, Jack, in St. Pete, Florida. Hi, Jack. You're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Thanks for t- thanks for taking my call. I, I just want I'm with you on this, man. I mean, I'm not the uh, uh, I'm a person of results, and I like to see results. And I have to tell you, in 2016, when Trump first announced, I was hesitant, I was questionable, but I followed him very closely and I listened to what he had to say. But what sold me on it, and what made me uh, know that I didn't throw my vote away, is that he's the first president in my voting lifetime. It has followed through with his campaign promises. Mm-hmm. And we need somebody like that. I'm not interested in how he delivers his message. I'm interested in results. Yep. And that's what the American people should be interested to. And he, he, did, he did perform for us. Yep. And he did provide, and he took the middle class, the people, the unheard American out there, he, he did listen. And he, uh, it was important to him. And so I would vote for him again if he were here. You know, thank you so much, and thanks for your service, Jack. Um, Dennis and I, I think we're in the same boat. I was not a Trump fan at the very beginning. Uh, the only one he was better than, in my opinion, was John Kasich. But that was easy. I knew Kasich was more a Democrat than a Republican. But the, that just shows you the way he performed was phenomenal. He's one of the greatest presidents we've ever had with all his shortcomings. That's the point. So now you have Joe Biden and who, her name, whatever her name is. I don't even want to say his name. I don't even want to acknowledge president and vice president because I don't think it happened. They're leading our country. I'm worried if we'll be around. I'm not sure we will. 1-8-Prager-776. Let me know what you think. Mark Eister filling in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Yeah, Mark Eister for Dennis Prager. Sean, you, you're bopping to that? You're kind of... Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's my favorite Beach Boys song. I have to think about it. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to start go down that path. Every time I tell you somebody I want to listen to, you always come up with the wrong songs anyway. That's pretty. That's pretty good. And it's, it's California, right? The Beach Boys. What were you just telling me that Costco? We have a, a clip. Maybe we'll do it at the last hour. That Costco nationwide said you don't have to wear masks and Walmart and so on, but locally, who would they stop? Not, is it Ricky Schroeder? They stopped Ricky Schroeder and he's got this video out showing him challenging the local supervisor. Of course, he was basically saying, I'm only following orders. All right. Um, let's go to Rogers uh, in Frankfurt, Illinois. You're on with Mark. Good, uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. Uh, I'm in between. We have, to continue, we have to continually remind ourselves do we want pleasing means or pleasing results? Yes. And Trump gave us pleasing results. It's as simple as that. Yep. His four years was great for everybody in this country. He gave us pleasing results. That's my comment. Thank you so much. And here's someone I think who disagrees with you and me. Uh, let's go to Steve in Los Angeles. Steve, you're on with Mark. Well, I thought. Hi, Mark. I somewhat disagree. You know, politics is a lot about popularity. And while Trump's governing was an A+, he gave the left too many gifts. 
And when when the when the black gentleman that disrupted one of his rallies was walking out of the auditorium and was sucker punched by the elder white guy, it was phenomenally stupid for Trump to say, I might have to pay for his legal fees. I mean, you can't say that. The left loves to weaponize stupid comments. And you just can't have diary of the mouth like he did. I love the way he governed, but please, if he's reelected, you've got to watch your tongue. And I have a question. Maybe you can answer this. They keep talking about the big lie uh, regarding January 6th. Um, where's the, where's the uh, out, outlash from the right regarding this uh, lie about Officer Sicknick being bludgeoned to death by Trump supporters? For two and a half months, they lied about that. And why, why are they getting away with calling it a white supremacy riot? and an armed insurrection. Thank you, Mark. I'll hang up. You're welcome. Yeah, because they can. That's who the president... You know, one of the things I was going to say is I grew up thinking that I could trust the media and the press. Was was I naive? Well, what about sacred institutions like the Justice Department and the FBI? I mean, I can't believe the corruption. This is all hard to believe, that this is the United States in 2021. Although my checks still say 2020, right? I still forget the year it's out. Look, it uh, we we got to carry it over a little bit uh, as I uh, try to get into tax day. But anyway, let me know what you think. One A Prager seven seven six, Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show live from the Relief Factor Pain Free Studio.